came in like a missile, like a fireball missile across from the New York Harbor side, I guess from the Newark direction. It came in like a spear, just speared through the building like a fireball. I've never seen war up close, but today I have. It's just this sound, this rumble. This mass cloud coming at us. It's intense. Welcome back, everyone. All right. Good evening. All right. Let us begin with a short word of silent prayer. Amen. All right. So in the past few days, we've been seeing that one of the strongest things in which in which God God has left for us is the spirit of what? Prophecy. Prophecy is that thing in which every man needs. And 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 if man does not see it, see it correctly, does not see it right. They will be not might be or maybe they will be led down into false paths. Satan sets up false road signs while, while God is setting forth the right, right road signs that would lead man to, to the right place. Amen? All right. So we'll start in the top, top of the notes. It says, it says, despise not prophesying. The Lord directly tells us this because he knows that in the last days people will, will do what? Despise it. There is a big um, hatred towards prophecy. There's a, a large hatred towards prophecy, but the Bible says we have a more sure word of prophecy. There's nothing more sure in this earth than prophecy. And many people hate it, but I'm speaking most, most of all for Seventh-day Adventists. I've heard many Seventh-day Adventists say they, they do not like prophecy. They're tired of, tired of hearing all these things of the last days. If that was not there, you would not be Seventh-day Adventists in the first place. You cannot even say that in the first place. So it is, it is a... It is shown that they are fulfilling this verse. They are actually despising. They are esteeming prophecy low. And also, Adventists also do this. The Psalm says, "Thy um, thy um, thy excuse me, Amen." Are sure. So the Lord put forth these two things to say that these things are sure. But Adventists despise them both. Mercy. The the two things, prophecy and Sister White. And they despise them both. But, but God says these are the two sure things. Keep these sure things before you. Amen. This is the sure ground in which the church is built upon. But many people despise it. And praise God for the past few days, the Lord has been showing us prophecy over and over and over again. And showing us how, how um, sure it is. How more sure it is. Because history followed exactly to the T of what God says. Because the Bible says, my word shall not return unto me void. 
And it, and it never comes back to him void. Amen? Yeah. All right, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 8. says, He therefore that despiseth, despiseth not man, but who? But God, who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. So when you despise prophecy, you are despising who? God. God. Their, their, their battle is not with man at that point. They are despising God just as, just as Israel despised Samuel. And the Lord, the Lord told him, they're not, they, they hate not you, they hate me. So despise, when we look at some of the bowls, it means to set aside, to disesteem, or to reject. So Paul is saying, reject not prophesying. Do not reject it, because in the last days, there will be a prophet in these last days. And many people will, many will hear, but many will also forbear as well. Many people will reject the prophet that has come with the prophecy for these last days. Continuing on, Kennard touched on these points last week, and these are some very nice and strong points. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, prophecy gives us faith. If you don't have prophecy, you have no faith. The purpose of prophecy is to give every man faith because John 14 says, I tell you before it comes to pass that when it, when it is come to pass, you might believe. So if you, if you despise prophecy, if you reject prophecy, if you esteem it, dis, disesteem it or set it aside, you have no faith. You cannot say you're, you're a Christian at all because every Christian is looking for the second advent. That is what they say. So you cannot despise prophecy and say you're a Christian. They are two opposite things. Continuing on, verse 2, says, For by it, by this kind of faith, Amen. the elders obtained a good report. So this is how we obtain a good report. And this is how Paul begins the whole chapter. And he lists off Abel and Noah and Abraham and Moses. All these men um, had, um, good amen, had, had a good report. And they had evidence of things not seen. So if, if we want to be like them, we have to follow the same thing. Amen. Have have evidence of things not seen. And the evidence of things not seen is prophecy. This is what God is trying to give us in these last days. So all who are watching, you have to have faith in the things in which God has said that will come to pass, that have not yet come to pass. Regardless of what any man says, this is where our faith lies. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 11, verse 6 says, But without faith, or but without prophecy, it is impossible to to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being what? Warned. Warned. So Noah did a work because of the prophecy. If you have the wrong prophecy, you do the wrong, wrong work. work. If you have the right prophecy and you follow that right prophecy, you do the right, right work. work. So the work for your time is always dictated by a prophecy for that day, as it was with Noah, as it was with Lot, as it was with Moses, Abraham, and so on. And this is what Paul is trying to get the church to see, because it's the same thing for us now. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. So the first angel message always put forth this fear um, in man to move, to do the right works at that time says, prepared an art to the saving of his house. Okay. So prophecy is the essential element that causes man to change his ways. Amen. That, and, and if you do not have this, you can't change your ways. You might, you might, might try to, but it is upon your own merits because the Bible just told us that prophecy comes from God. So, so, so now if you don't have that prophecy, you're changing on your own merits. 
It is your, your own garment you're putting on. And what is your reason for changing it? What is, amen. What is your reason? Why, why have you stopped doing thus and thus? So and so. Why? You have no evidence. So it's, a, it, it's an unreasonable religion you're following then. Hmm. Continue on. Um, let's get the part with Luke 17. We'll come back to that. So we'll see this. And I'm going I'm to point this to Seventh-day Adventists because this is, this is Eli and his sons. So these are men in the faith, in the church, in Israel. Verse 24, it says, Nay, my sons, for, for it is no good report that I hear. Ye make the Lord's people to transgress. So, so, so if you're in the church not teaching the right prophecy because, because by it you get a good report, what are you causing the people to do? Transgress. Transgress. Every error is sin. sin. You're causing people to transgress. So and this is what is happening in our church, in our midst even right now. All right, let's go down to 1 Timothy 4, 14, and can I touch on this point? Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy. prophecy. All right, so the gift comes by prophecy. If you, if you despise it, you get no gifts from the Lord. The 12 did not despise it. That is why they, they received the, the outpouring of the latter rain, that gift from God. They held on onto that which the Lord had said previously. They held on to the prophecy because they saw, Peter clearly saw, we know that he did. He says, we have a more sure word of prophecy. This is what he wrote. So this is why he got that outpouring. So all those who hate prophecy, they're not getting the rain at all. The latter rain is not falling upon them. It will not. Continuing on, as Peter says, we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as, as unto light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, because it's from God. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Rejecting prophecy, yet again, is rejecting the Holy Ghost. But if you continue in it, but, but then if you continue in it, in it you get the gift. But then, but then if you um, reject it, you, you will end up committing the unpardonable sin because you're rejecting the Holy Ghost. That's how serious prophecy is. All right. So now let's go on to the next heading, the challenge of God. Because this um, prophecy shows... shows um, Shows God as the true God. And, and God challenges every false God by this, by prophecy. Now let's go read it. All these things we know, we have read all these things previously. But let's read it again before we go on in the next couple of days. Isaiah 46, verse 8. Remember this and show yourselves, men. Bring again to mind, O ye transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. So God signs his name with it. He says, I am God and there is none else. So he's separating himself from every other God upon this earth. He's showing that him alone can do this and no, no man can, can do these works as, um, if they're separated from him. Amen. He's separating himself from everybody else. He's separating the men from the boys. Everyone else is small and little to him and God and and, and God is that, that man that is reigning above, above all these small boys here. Go ahead. The text just came to mind. 
I wish I had it when I was there. He says, God give it the increase. Like Amen, that. yes. The increase of knowledge. Mm -hmm. God give it the increase. Amen. Yes. It's an increase of knowledge upon the prophecy yes. for yes. that time. Yes, that's nice. Only God can give it. Amen. Verse 10. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. And he does this against, against a power that goes forth and does according to his will. Amen? Amen. So we need prophecy to fight against that, that power because that power is a spiritual power. And, and God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And if you don't have that spirit, the spirit that comes in and says and, and goes according to his own will will overthrow you. You will fall immediately by that power that does according to his own will. That's what Swin was um, touching upon. Mm. All right, Isaiah 41. So now he's saying this to every false god here. Isaiah 41, verse 21. Produce your cause, saith the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, saith the king of Jacob. But they have no reasons. It's an un unreasonable religion. They have an unreasonable faith. Because they're not holding on to the more sure word. Verse 22. Let them bring forth and show us what shall happen. Let them show the former things what, what they be that we may consider them and know the latter end of them. Or declare us things to um excuse me, declare us things for to come. So God is challenging every single false God. He, he's challenging the Sunday worshipers. He's he he says this in the face of face of all false gods to go and do forth this very thing, but they cannot. Verse 23, show, show the, the, excuse me, show the things that are to come hereafter that, that, that we may know that ye are gods. gods. So in this very verse is showing only a God can do these things. It is only a, it, it comes only from God alone. Amen. Only a God can um, show forth the things that are to come from the things of the past. The God. Amen. The God. Yes. Amen. Um, verse 24. says, Behold, ye are of nothing, and your work of naught. And what? Abomination is he that chooseth you. Mercy. If you, you are discussing to the Lord, if you don't choose his prophecy, mm. that is how the Lord sees you, as disgusting. Because it makes no sense at all. <laughs> Go ahead. Amen. And, amen. And one and one is an abomination. All right? Because Judas did not want to take up the prophecy of the Lord. Isaiah 44, verse 6. And oh, every single one of these things we need because we have to use these things to go against every false God. Because how God goes against every false God. He, mm -hmm. he challenges all of them. Buddha, Vishnu. Um, Shinto, all, all of these false, false religion, he uses prophecy to fight every single one of them. Because, because in the last days, we, we will meet the worldly wise men. And the way in which we meet the worldly wise men is by bringing this up. Prophecy. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 44, verse 6 says, Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, and beside me, there is no God. He says it again. He signs it one more time. Um, go down to verse 8. Fear, fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have, have not I told, told, told thee from, from that time and, have, and have, have declared it. Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is 
no God. I know not any. God does not recognize any any God Big if they G. do not um, align with His Word. Big G. Amen. Yes. Amen. That's key to Amen. Yet, yeah, yay, there is no God, yep. the God of gods. Mm -hmm. It says, um, verse 9, They that make a graven image are, are all of them vanity, and their delectable things shall not profit. And they, and they are their own witnesses. They see not, nor know. They are no seers. They are no prophets. Mm -mm. That, that they may be ashamed. God is going to blind all their eyes as God blinded the last king of Judah. And take them away. Amen? And Amen. kill off all their seed. All their children shall be cut off. And God, God alone will stand. And then God says again, there is no God beside me. There's no one beside me once he does that. Isaiah 45, verse 18. For, for thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He, he created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none else. He signs it again. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not, I said not unto the seed of Jacob, Seek ye me in vain. I, I, excuse me, I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Um, amen. And come, draw, draw near together, ye, ye, excuse that me, th that are escaped of the nations. They, they have no knowledge that set up, set up the wood of their graving image. Nice. Say it again. That's nice. Oh, amen. They have no fear. Amen, yes. They have no knowledge. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because it increases not. Amen. Yes. It says, and, and pray, pray unto God that cannot save. Tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Who have declared this from ancient time? Who have told it, told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no God else beside me. A just, a just God and a savior. There is none beside me. He keeps saying it over and over and over. Because he's trying to let Israel know, trying to let modern Israel know, trying to let Seventh-day Adventists know in these last days that there is no God that can save um, if, they do, if they do not follow his, his word. Only this God, the God of heaven, can save. Because, because as it says here, a just God and a Savior, there is none beside me. Only prophecy can this because it saved eternal. no one in his family. Amen. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is life eternal. Amen. That they might know thee, only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. It's a prophecy of God the Father and God the Son. This is what we, we, we need. We need both of them. We need to understand these two. And this is where, where our knowledge shall truly increase in. It says, continuing on, look, it says, look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. So everybody will bow when prophecy is clearly fulfilled in their day. Everyone's going to bow. But some, some will bow, but they won't be saved by that bowing down because they did not bow down themselves previous to that time. All right. Okay, it says, surely shall one say, in, 
in the Lord. Lord have I righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come, and all that are incensed against him shall be, shall be ashamed. So if you take up the prophecy of God's word as well, many, many people will be incensed against you as well, as the verse says. Many people, you shall be hated because of this prophecy. But they shall come and bow down too, and they shall be ashamed also. All right, go down. Okay, yes, and I have I have the first the first four um um yeah, commandments here to show that if you fight against prophecy, it is it is directly linked to the first four commandments because because um, verse two says, "I am the Lord thy God." That's how the Lord begins it off by by signing His name. Prophecy throughout the whole thing, He's signing His name. So you so if you despise it or you set it set it aside or cast it aside, you are casting aside the commandments as well. I have a question. Go ahead. Did you all caps the word Lord? Like no, mm -mm, I didn't. That's how it is. Every single one of them is in all caps. Uh, I'm Amen. just going through it. Like every single one of them, the Lord is written Lord in all caps. Amen. He he signs it. This that is talking name, about that name that is above every, every name. name. So if you despise prophecy, it, it is is a is a curse that shall fall fall upon you and it be a, it's, it's going to be a very dire and heavy heavy curse all right i don't have this quote in here um i'm gonna send it in the someone put it in the um the live stream it, it, too big okay put some of Alright then, let's put this first sentence, these first two sentences, there we go. Alright, it says, this quote says, One of the strongest proofs of the divinity of the word of God is the fulfillment of prophecy. This is how you know that God's word is, is, is not of earth, it is of heaven, it is separate from this earth, it is a higher realm, as, as Christ says in, in, um, in, he says, my word, my, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways higher than your ways. Prophecy clearly shows that it is, it is of a heavenly character. It is, it is higher than the, the, this earth. So I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just put that forth there. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So now. I can't, I can't remember who spoke on this point of Ezekiel 37, but, but yeah, but we'll speak on it here again. All right, Ezekiel 37, verse 1. It says, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord and sent me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And, and, um, and behold, they were dry. They were very dry. Very many in the um oh, oh. Yeah. Amen. And and lo, they were very dry. Very dry. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Verse three. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou, thou knowest. knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you. 
and ye shall live, and I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am, I am the Lord. Lord. He does the very same thing here. Because this he's showing clearly that the life, the life of Israel, the life of the church is prophecy. This, this is the life. If you do not have this, you do not have any life. You mm. are very dry. If you don't understand the prophecy for your day, I'm not, I'm not saying of the past days. I'm saying specifically for your day. And, and, and for the days to come, you're dry. Amen. Then, the, amen. The thing amen. is, if, if you don't understand what happened in the past, past. you can't understand what happened now. Gener that is, <clears throat> the general idea is, if you don't understand it now, it's something you missed in the past. Amen. Yes. So you don't have the past either. Amen. You don't have the old or mm -hmm. the new. All right. And it says, And ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I prophesied as, as I was commanded. So, this is clearly shown that Ezekiel is speaking of, 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 of souls in the last day who will hear a prophecy from God and they're commanded by God to teach that prophecy. This is what it's speaking about. So, we have to know what it is and, and we must also go forward doing that very work of giving this prophecy. Mm -hmm. So, so I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a noise. So, when... When you speak forth this, this light, this prophecy, there will be a noise. Continue on. And behold, a shaking. But out of all of this, God's light will shine. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. When you speak it, it will be much commotion. There will be a marriage. Amen. Yes, there will be a marriage of bone, bone to bone, flesh to flesh. Amen. So... And, yeah, and it says, yeah, bone, bone to his bone, verse 8. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. So now it has to be spoken, spoken forth again. It's verse 9. Then, then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So, so it being dry is, is death. Being wet is with life. And this is the rain in which God will send. Is this prophecy. This prophecy here. Continue on. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. So, but we have to be ready to speak forth this prophecy because as it says here, there will be much commotion because of what it said and there will be a shaking. So if there's much commotion, that means you, you will have to say things that are very controversial. Things that will be, things, things that, things that shall set, set men against men because this is what Christ, Christ, Christ came, came to, to do in Luke 14, verse, uh, I believe, 26 to 28. He says that. Mm -hmm. He has come, set come, amen, set men at variance. He has come, amen, to bring a sword. So every time Christ spoke, he brought forth a noise and a shaking. And you can only do this if you have the spirit of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we have to be prepared for this. 
This is this is this is what God is trying to trying to prepare us now. This is what this is why the Lord is showing us all these old things now, now to um help us, help us for this time to speak forth this prophecy because there will be a great noise and shaking because of it. If you go looking, actually I ain't gonna say that now. But anyways, okay, so. Amen. So the life, life of the church is prophecy. You must have this. All right. So now let's go to SSP 7.2. Um, let's go read the bold. It says prophecy is history in advance. History is prophecy fulfilled. When both agree, we have the genuine meaning. Amen. We have the deeper meaning. We have, we have the spiritual meaning. It says, therefore, we know we are in the time, time of the, of the end, end and very near its close. So we know that we are in the time of the end based upon the prophecies. Amen. Amen. Continue on. L L D T last day tokens. Page 7, paragraph 1. It says, prophecy has been defined as... History written in advance. This, this, um, being the case, being the case and the prophecy, prophecy pro excuse me, proceeding from the, divine from the mind. divine mind, from one, from one having power, power to foresee the future, the events of the real history would most, most surely fit the prophecy. Amen. So we have to understand what prophecy is. Prophecy, as it says here, very simple and plain, history written in advance. Or prophecy is history in advance. We're just seeing the future before it happens. We're seeing the history before it happens so that we, we can um, make, make an ark to the saving of our own souls. That is, that is the reason of prophecy. If you see that there's a fire down there before the fire comes, you will, um, you will make, make sure you're not burned by that fire. Amen. Prophecy is there to show the love of God. Because many souls say that prophecy is not showing the love of God. Where is, where is, where is God's love in, in, in this all? This is the clearest evidence of God's love. Because prophecy is directly linked to the creation as well, as we just read, read in Ezekiel 37. It's directly linked to God making you specifically. Making you specifically. Mm. So this is the love of God. We cannot despise prophecy. I hate hearing that because I've heard that for many years. And because that is the one thing in which God helped me to see first was prophecy. It's one of the clearest, best things ever. But continuing on. I'm going to skip. Um, okay, let's go down to LDT 9.2. Last day tokens 9.2. Uh, can someone read this, please? A claim that prophecy could not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next one. Okay. Had the people to whom the prophet refers followed the sure word of prophecy, they need not have drifted away from God's law <clears throat> and substituted for his precepts the commandments of men. Okay. So Christ said what he said in. in Matthew 15, verse 2, I believe, um, because the Jews strayed away from prophecy. So once you stray away from prophecy, you end up making your own commandments. You bring it down 
down, down, down from on high to a earthly level. Make it the sayings of men. This is exactly how the Catholic Church began, hmm. putting forth the commandments of men. So, if you don't follow the short word of prophecy, as it says, you will break God's law hmm. and end up worshiping with the beast. You start worshiping the beast. Yeah. Next paragraph. Can you also read this as well, please? <clears throat> it is not because prophecy has some deep, hidden, mysterious meaning that a failure is made in understanding it. The Apostle Peter has said of it and of understanding it, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. It says, it is plainly implied from the above language that that what is most essential amen to an understanding of the prophecy is a reception of the spirit yeah. that spoke through the prophets amen if you if you disregard as paul says paul knows what he's speaking about if you disregard prophecy you're disregarding the holy spirit this is why people say prophecy is hard because they're not receiving the holy spirit that's why amen they're just seeing men that's why Continue on. Um, of that spirit, promise to, to, to all who seek it, it is said, he will guide you into all truth. Amen? And Amen. it says that, it says that um, Daniel sought, 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 sought to know that which is noted in the scripture, scripture of, of truth. truth. He was being led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, it, and, and the Holy Spirit literally guided him into all truth because it brought him all the way down to the end of the world, to the second coming. He was guided into all truth. Amen. So the Holy Spirit has shown us that he will do this. And he will do this very thing for us if we um, receive his spirit. Continue on. Last day events, excuse me, last day tokens, um, 10.2. Can someone read this as well, please? In the study of prophecy, these facts should be impressed upon the mind. God, who is infallible, is the author of prophecy. And when the time comes for the fulfillment of prophecy, the very event predicted is there. Again, when the Lord's time comes for his message of truth to go forth, the message in his order is unmistakably there every time. As expressed by another, to the believer in prophecy, a false fulfillment in the time when the true one should come is an impossibility. Amen. And this is what Swinney was just going over. It had to be in 1798. Yeah. It had to come. It is impossible for at the same time to have a false one because God, God makes sure that history and prophecy doth agree. He makes sure. All right. So, and it says, again, when the Lord's time comes, um, the the history meets meets his exact word when that time comes whatever it is it will not return unto him void it cannot it's impossible amen okay so now this is what the lord says through sister white signs of the times october 1st 1894 um paragraph 8 the bold it says god would have us Study the events that are taking place around us 
and compare them with the predictions of his word in order that we may understand that we are living in the last days. time of the end. Amen. Amen. This is how we know we are in the time of the end. There's no other way of knowing because that's how every other man knew that they were in the time of the end. Sons, in, in, amen. Times. Amen. There's no other way of knowing. So this is why in the church there is such a a a a lost a lost um condition a, amen among us because because we're not studying the events that's taking place around us and and people don't clearly see that we are in the time of the end because they don't do this very thing Daniel did it Noah did it Abraham did it if you're gonna say say that you're Abraham's seed you gotta do what Abraham did that's what amen. Christ said in John eight Abraham did it we must do it for Abraham's seed but Abraham's other seed did not do it. So there are those sons in the church as well. But con continuing on, says we want our Bibles and we want want to know what is written therein. The what diligent, diligent student, student of, of prophecy, prophecy will be rewarded, because yeah. the Bible says he he is a reward of them that diligently, diligently seek him. him. Amen. Plain, rewarded with clear revelations of truth. For Jesus said, "Thy, Thy word, word is true." Is true. Amen. So, so he it, says, first manifest himself to him, and amen. then we will make our bowl with him. Amen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very clear. And this can only be done by prophecy because Christ told them that, that the Holy Spirit shall, shall um, amen, show you things to come yeah. and that the Holy Spirit will surely come down upon you. So, so they had to look forward to that fulfillment. If they never looked forward to that fulfillment, the Holy Spirit would have been falling on hearts all, all, all around them in Acts 2, but some, some will not discern nor receive it. Now, continue on. All right. So when we study out the events of our time, and we know that we are living in the time of the end, in the last days, this is what the Lord tells us to do. In Ezekiel 33, verse 1 to 9. And I, and I, uh, and I pray that this, I pray that, God sees us as doing this very work now because this is this is the work in which we have to do now. We have to show people that we are in the last days. We're in the time of the end. Ezekiel 33, verse 1 to 9, coming down to a close. It says, Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people and say unto them, When, when I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for the watchman. This is... This is going to be a very um, hard thing because it says, speak to the children of thy people. This is about seven Adventists. Mm -hmm. And they have to set that, that man as the watchman. Amen. Set that man for their, their coast. They have to see that there's a prophet in the land. As, 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 there, was, as there was in the time of Sister White, they, they must do the very same in this time. God, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Verse 3, if when, when he see the sword to come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. And the sword that is coming is the revival of this, of this man of sin, of this, of this, this kingdom that ruled the world for 1,260 years. If you, if you see this sword... And, and, and you take not warning, the sword, sword shall take you. Verse uh, 5. He heard the sound 
sound of the trumpet and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But, but if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and people, people be, be not warned. warned. Why? Because he sees and knows that there will be a noise and a shaking if he speaks this. Hmm. This, is, this is what hinders them, hinders men from from um, speaking, speaking for the prophecy because yeah. they know that a noise and a shaking they, they gonna is coming. They're going to lose members. <laughs> exactly. They know a noise and a shaking is coming because God will make it plain unto you as he made it plain unto Ezekiel. And then you, you will see that which Ezekiel saw, noise and shaking is coming. Do I want to go into this noise and shaking? Mm. Do I want to really deal with this? Because I know I got a wife and this. I have, I have, I have a child here. I have a job here. I have this car here, my, I have a son here, I have a daughter here. All these things Satan will bring to mind because he brought all these things to mind to, um, to Christ's mind because he was tempted in all, all points. points. But continuing on, um, verse 6, but, but if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, the sword come and take any person, any person from among them, he is, taken, he is taken away in his iniquity but his blood will i require at the watchman's hand so thou son of man o son of man i have set thee a watchman unto the house of israel therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from who me. from me so it's not it's not so much the man of sin this is there and it's true but the first angel message says fear god so you have to warn them of god god is God has that sword in his hand because this, this is what the Lord says in Hebrews 4.12. His word is this two-edged sword. You know, it's worse for those that God chose because as you just read that, the first thing he says is if the people choose a watchman, mm -hmm. but no, the God says, I chose I chose you. you. This, is, this, this is different. Amen. It's worse for that. Well, not worse, but that watchman, <clears throat> he has a higher um, station because God chose, chose him and sent him. Amen. And told him to stand on that coast. Yeah. Stand at your post. Um, yeah, and, and warn them from me. Verse 8. Yeah. When, when I say, say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. Coming back with the same, same thing from the very beginning. To the point of dying. Amen. Sell the birthright. Amen. Many people will do that because they see a noise and a shaking coming. And we cannot do it. We have to pray that we do not run. We because the Lord will show us this noise and shaking, but we have to stand, stand by that which the Lord has said. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. Hmm. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at thine, at thine hand. That's why all the sins are placed on Satan's head. He was the watchman, watchman set there to tell the people, thou shalt amen. surely die. That Instead, he went and told the people, thou shalt shall not, not surely die. die. So Gave the exact opposite all the, all the blood is upon his head. Amen. He was the watchman. He amen. was the light bearer. Amen. And, there's, and there's, um, there is one that does right, yeah. and there's one that does wrong. Because there is Lucifer, the right one, and there's Satan, the wrong one. But they are both light bearers, but one does the wrong thing. But we have to align ourselves with Lucifer. And, and these, these, these kinds, kinds of words and statements is what will cause 
a noise and a shaking. shaking. Because yeah. they don't understand the character. Because this is what Kanar is going over. You can see it through the character. Lucifer, he had a right character. God made him perfect. perfect. Satan, so God, God had never made. That was perfect. You know, Amen. God never made, made Satan. God never made the... He, God never put, put, put the crown on Rome here. Amen. So it's the same thing. So we are... We, we also should be Catholic. Catholic means universal. We have to be of God's universe because there is a right and a wrong to all things. The track of truth and the track of error lie closely beside one another. And all, all whose minds are not worked, worked by the Holy Spirit see, see them as one. The, the image then shows how, the, how you go from Lucifer to Satan. Uh, yeah, you have no, the this head, head gold. of gold. That's, You're pure. That's the high, that's the... For, yeah. Amen. And but then you just go off into yeah. sin. You and go off into your own thoughts. And he ends up saying, you shall not surely die. Amen. So I'm not, I'm not saying we have to follow Satan. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying we have to have, have, have the right, the right, right mind. Lucifer had the mind of Christ. That is the mind we have to have. That's that's what we design. That's what we are made to replace. Amen. Lucifer. We are. God has okay. made us to replace him, and he was the watchman for the whole universe. So he was Catholic then too. He was the watchman for the universe, because Catholic means universal or universe. So we we have to be the right one. There is a right one. There is a wrong one. There are. It's, um, the Bible tells us that Abraham had two sons, and Abraham commanded his household. But, anywho, going on, last, last verse, Secret 33, verse 9. It says, Nevertheless, Amen. If thou warn, warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do it not, excuse me, if he, if he do, do not, not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. So our work is to give the right message. And, and, and for the past five, five days, the Lord, the Lord has been showing us the, the message in which, in which we need. The, these truths, we have to understand the prophecy for our day. We have to know that we are in the last days. Amen. We have to know that we are in a time of the end. We have to know all, 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 all of the past time, time of the end to understand our time of the end and what shall come. So this... This first part is just truly for us to really not despise prophecy. We cannot and we should not despise prophecy. If we despise it, we're despising the Holy Spirit. And all who do so will do the unpardonable sin because they're despising the Holy Spirit. So I pray that we, all these things hold us well. And we go back and study the, the things from the past five days and look at all these points and search them out so that you might have a short platform for your own feet to stand upon and so that so that God God might fill fill your mouth with with his words so that you might go and f go forward and warn and save save the 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 loss of this earth we have to understand our time and and live out the things for our time amen, amen. all right let us close with a word of prayer merciful father in heaven lord we thank you for 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 all the things, things which you have shown the Lord. Please, Father, help us, help us to keep all these things in mind, keep all the old things and the new. 
Help us, O oh Lord, to use you use use the old so that so that we all might might see see might see the things of now, o Lord. Please, Father, I ask you may it help us help us to see these things so that so that we might live right, O oh Lord. And we ask all these things in your son's name we pray. Amen.